0: Hello, team. Evolve Strong with CJ. This is CJ. I help you lose 10 pounds, 5 inches in 28 days. Honest fitness advice that works. I don't ever talk about any kind of weird fads or supplements or anything. I think that's wrong. And today, I want to talk about how we break plateaus, or what I believe a plateau actually is. I hear this a lot when individuals state, I'm trying everything. I have tried everything. I've done this. I've tried. No, you haven't. No, you have not, not at all. You haven't even skimmed the beginning of what you should be doing in order to get to a point where you desire. And most of you want to lose that 10 pounds or keep it off or lose the inches around the waist. That's probably why you're listening. So this is real talk today about what I believe a plateau is and how I believe you can break it if I believe what you can buy into my belief, what a plateau actually is caused by. I speak very often about what we call insanity cycles. And what I believe an insanity cycle is, is doing the same thing over and over again with small little differences that you do that you expect different results. That's what insanity is, doing the same thing over and over again but expecting the different results. So what happens is, is you wake up one morning, you are gung ho, you have a great little breakfast, you have a great little lunch, you go home, you have a great little dinner, and then the next day you wake up, you get on the scale, and nothing. (laughs) But then you're like, well, hell, I did all that work, and I did all this, and then, you know, nothing. It's not going to work that way, team. It is not going to work that way. It is probably taking you years to get to a point where you currently are. You do not gain and sustain 10 pounds overnight. So you're not going to reduce and lose 10 pounds overnight. It's not going to work. And I can say that if you do what I tell you within 28 days, we can get you down 10 pounds and five inches. But you can't just think about doing something one day and expecting the results the next day. That is just a complete insanity cycle, all right? It's also too you know, we do all this work during the week and then you sabotage yourself over the weekend. So yeah, you may be able to lose two or three pounds during the weekday, but then you let loose on the weekend with just 24 pack of beer, staying up all night. Your sleep cycles are all off. You don't get a workout in over the weekends. You snack all day, you bake, you do all different kinds of stuff over the weekend. So you're putting in an additional three to 4,000 calories where you've only had a reduction of 2,000 calories for the week you're going to gain weight. You're not going to be there. So you have to really hone in and focus for about 28 days. Now I'll tell you going into the holidays, you're not going to lose any weight and don't get that in your head this week. And next may be able to actually reduce a few of those pounds, but going into Christmas, going into new year's. And I'm going to tell you, don't ever go into the new year's with, with saying that you're on a diet, eat and drink and be merry it's when we eat and drink and be merry Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we try to be good Monday through Thursday, and then, you know, Friday comes again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're all, we're, 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 we're hooligans, right? Philip actually sent me a five minute um, podcast from another gentleman. He's a 40 year veteran in this industry and he works at a lab. I think it's the Huberman lab and the Huberman group is just a fantastic wellness community. And he's a trainer there, and um, we look up to those guys. And he was—you always know a good trainer in this industry when they when they preach three main principles. Number one, movement on a daily basis. I told my shred class last night the reasons I believe movement are absolutely critical. We have this thing in our brain that is called a fat mass set point, the fat mass set point, and it's it's almost like it's our body telling us that we are okay in our current position. It's, our, it's, it's the way we survive. And what happens is, is we get to this point in our lives. And even when we're born now, unfortunately, because we're, we're fat when we're born now, we're fat growing up, you know, so this fat mass set point is a very hard psychological set point to reduce. So if you're at 250 pounds right now, your body and this fat mass set point, the psychological set point is telling you, you need to stay here. This is where we need to be because anything that we try to lose below that, you're gonna get your body just fights and fights and fights. So you you balloon right back up, right? So what we have to do is retrain our system to say that it's okay to lose 10 pounds and be here. It's okay to lose another 10 pounds and be here. That fat mass set point has to decrease. And I feel very strongly that daily movements can help with that psychologically. It reduces cortisol, it makes the entire chemistry of the body better so it allows you to feel good and then those strength gains and those movement gains and those ability to do daily activities it tells the bile it tells your psyche that yes i like this about my new self so that fat mass set point begins to decrease psychologically so movement is absolutely critical and this one gentleman that i talked about this 40 year veteran He always taught, that's that's his first deal, is movement. And what do you think ours is? Movement, movement on a daily basis. And it doesn't have to be much. It could be walking just on a daily basis. It could be, you know, jogging. It could be doing a a class here at Evolve. But movement is critical to reset your psyche and your chemistry. Not just about gains in muscle and stuff like that. It's not even, you're never going to lose weight by working out. You're never going to lose weight by working out. You just won't. It resets the psyche and the chemistry of the body. So that was his number one. Number two was nutrition. He even said that the abs and the weight loss are in the kitchen, they are not in the gym. And I'll, I'll be second to that, right? And what I believe, again, very strongly, is moderation, reducing your calories on a daily basis. I go one step further. I like the intermittent fast. And the reason is, Even if you were reducing calories, but your insulin, one of the hormones we talked about is resistant to change. The tried and true way of resetting your insulin resistance is by fasting, not allowing the body any kind of sugars or resources or food You have to reset. It's like a temperature gauge, right? And the only way we reduce the temperature gauge in regards to insulin resistance is by not allowing any kind of food in. Now, you're not going to die, guys. You're not going to die. And I do, I don't, I don't, I, I I try to meet you guys in the middle. So I do believe in at least uh, in, in intermittent fast, where you actually have at least a 500 calorie meal on a daily basis, you know, for the first day or two. And then the second day, we reduce it to about two, 500 calorie meals within a six hour period. And then we go back to what we call an 816, where we're feeding our body, whatever our max calories are for eight hours, and then allowing the body to calm down for 16 hours. That's how I actually eat, period. I go 8-16. And if I have a heavy, heavy weekend of eating or drinking or having a great time, what I'll do is fast on a Monday and a Tuesday. I'll, I'll go to only maybe one meal and then not eat for the rest of the day. I'm not as strict but I do take my shred programs. And if you're gonna reduce your weight for 10 hour, uh, for 10, 10 pounds and five inches, I do promote an intermittent fast. And if you, if you need more information on that, reach out to me, I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely give you that information. But there's just a ton of info out there, do what works for you. And I have to say, how many times have we been so stuffed and so hungover, but yet we won't allow ourselves to be a little hungry? be a little deprived of what, what's going on, right? So there's so much stuff and so much like, we, we feel bloated and hungover and we, we party so much and we eat so much and we gorge so much, but yet we don't even allow ourselves a time to actually you know come back with insulin resistance. So for every ying, there has to be a yang. And this one gentleman hit it on the, on the nail. Um, he was talking about, look at that Woodstock picture. Back then, you can barely find someone that was obese in those pictures, right? You could barely find anybody that was overly muscular either. So they all had a lean body, but they didn't have as much sugar. They didn't eat as often, you know, they didn't have packaged foods. You know, we had to prepare our foods all the time back then. So even just as as back as far as the 70s, we had to work a lot more for our foods. We didn't have these drive-throughs and the drive-throughs were just coming around. We didn't have convenience stores. We still had to cook and prepare our foods, right? So he hit it on the head. The third one where he talked about really, which was interesting is getting out, getting out, getting into the sun, having vitamin D, getting, being healthy with nature. Um, My third is accountability and community, right? And habit formation. So, you know, we're kind of in that same realm, but I've actually evolved, no pun intended, to having some kind of accountability, habit formation and uh, uh, community. That is huge for your change. But, In regards to a plateau, where we're getting to today, I believe that's bullshit. I believe it is absolutely bullshit with plateau. Now, don't get me wrong. There can be 5 to 10% of you where, you know, we haven't really, you know, there's going to be some, uh, we always try to find the easy way out. Honestly, guys, if you're moving on a daily basis, if you're sticking truly to your macronutrients and not cheating, macro caloric intake. And if you're holding yourself accountable and getting on the scale, but you're really, you're going to make changes. You will. And if you allow the intermittent fast after you've gorged yourself over the weekend, you're going to make the changes. You got to dive deep and see what changes you have made that are causing you to plateau. Now, I'm not talking I'm talking about a plateau of about three to four weeks. Female bodies, male bodies, you know, I actually had to go to testosterone. Um, I had to figure things out. But again, you got to make action. I had to go see my doc and kind of see what was happening. So I had to get on testosterone, right, in order to make effective changes. But I took action. So you can't just sit there and say, I'm trying everything under the sun. I've been doing this and that. No, you haven't. You haven't reduced your calories and you haven't been good on your nutrition. You have not moved every single day. You've probably cheated a couple times and you've probably had a couple heavy weekends of drinking and stuff. I'm serious. That is the reason why you're not changing. Now, if we do the intermittent fast, we reduce our calories, we move, really move like a workout from the siege or a workout from the Cedric or a workout from one of us. You should be moving. I mean, you should, you should, your, 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 your scale should be moving. Now, if you need, Accountability, someone like myself, or you need a refinement for your 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 program, reach out. That's what I'm here for. Okay. But the ugly truth of a plateau is I don't, I I believe it's on you. And you're you need to do you need to do even further pivots, increase the intensity of your workouts, reduce your calories, do the intermittent fast, really be careful on your weekends. That is really where you need to check. Cool. Ah, So, anyways. From my heart to yours, have a great day, bye.